The hunt is on. <laughs> okay, and hello, everybody, and good evening. It is Wednesday, March 17th, 2021, and we're here to talk about the week three Wednesday veto episode. We didn't get a veto ceremony, but we're here to react to this this episode in particular, which, as mentioned, aired tonight, Wednesday, uh, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Uh, top of the morning to you, top of the evening. I'm Dave Mater, joined with Jamil Robinson. Hello, Jamil. Here Hello. on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting. Uh, as we're here, to t this is the seventh episode of BB Can 9 as well. Um, and 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 let's let's talk about this. What a night. Okay, this this week is an exciting Big Brother Canada 9. Big Brother right? Canada, Big Brother right? Week in general. This is Didn't I say so? You said so. You were like, Dave, it's all gonna be about Wednesday. Forget Monday and these nominations as much as I and I was thrilled. I was like, wow, we're really seeing this um this new counter sunsetter alliance that look like they could be the dominant force in this game in the Sunsetters, but they have not controlled power this week and it has hurt them. And they have, and all of their respective games have gone in different uh, directions. Conversely, on the other side of the house, we have this other group that, you know, some of them are playing better than others too. Um, yes. and, and I think we're going to break all that down. So uh, it like, Hey, there's no lack of content here. And we pick up tonight's episode right where we left off, which is the nominations of Latoya and Kiefer, uh, which we see that uh, that that obviously the people aligned with Latoya and Kiefer not pleased with this development, uh, and and sort of how that all goes. Um, well, so let's talk about this maybe this first conversation right after the veto, which is like Kiefer. Latoya and I think it's Jedson, right? And I, I can't, I don't know if Ty's there as well. Yeah, but um, um, I think they were. It was only Tina and Tara that wasn't really there. Sorry, right. Tina and well, uh, uh, and Beth, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it was. I think it was the, that group. They're that that's they're conferring. They're saying, okay, like, you know, we have to we we have to win the veto. We got to pull us off of here. Things like this. Um, this leads to a series of events tonight. Like, because Rohan walks in at one point and says, hey, what's so funny? Because Kiefer and Latoya, I think, are saying they're legit, they're legit having a conversation about, like, the predicament they're in. And Kiefer's kind of talking about, you know, hey, you know, I kind of made my own bed. That's all right. And she's like, no, you know, keep your head up. We still have Vita to play for. And then it's like, well, we're going to see tonight, right? And they both start to, to chuckle about tonight. He's like, yeah, tonight's going to be, like, fireworks. And then Rohan jumps in the room just and he feels like he walks into conversation. He leaves and he's like, he only got, he didn't even get like context. He's like, they were laughing and they were talking about fireworks. And it's like, something's happened tonight. Are they going to do something? Like this scene got cut and they could have put so much more because they were like speculating, like they're going to call a house meeting, like all this stuff. It's like, that's not what they were talking about. Like you, you like you are extrapolating the data so much, right? Trying to like jump to so many conclusions about this. It was nowhere as big of a deal. It was ser like serious. When when we're talking about how they showed it there in terms of how simple the conversation was that he mm -hmm. stepped into, that's literally what he stepped into. Right. Right. But they but um in terms of at least the way it was edited tonight and shown on tonight's show. 
um, I agree that like, yeah, they were kind of winding down this, this conversation, like, Hey, we're both on the block. Rohan having been on the block, I think would understand that to some extent, like sort of the, maybe the bonding experience. Maybe he didn't bond with Josh. I don't know. But, um, it, it, he, he, he felt them like change the conversation, kind of stop what they were saying when he came in. Um, and I think just with this whole, with this things he's feeling towards both of them, Kiefer and LT about how the vote was almost flipped, uh, when he was on the block against Josh, I just think that it just, it, it, it provoked it here. Now, I think we got to also got to talk about what he does here. So he goes and tells, he, uh, goes to talk to Kyle and I believe Austin. I can't, I think like Tina's there too, maybe. Um, but I know, I know Kyle and Austin are definitely there. I think in the OLG game room and this is another time we've seen sort of this angry temper from Kyle. Um, you know, I, 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 like as much as maybe I'm cheering for his side of the house at the moment, Kyle is one of these people on this side that I'm not necessarily a huge fan of, um, but he sort of serves what I'm looking to achieve as a fan. Like, so I guess that's how I'm looking at it. But if um, I think in terms of, I don't know if Kyle's long for this game. Uh, I think that there are bigger threats before Kyle or potentially, but um, in terms of what happens here next, which is the other thing we talked about the other night, which was this bullying incident where um, where Kyle and Rohan come at Kiefer in the pantry uh, while, while Tina and Tara are there tonight. And uh, this turns into a blow up and a confrontation. Um, very uncomfortable. It got cut so much. Yeah, and so so we didn't get to see all of it. Uh, I the, the bit I did see of it. Um, I do think that like I think in Kyle's, I think they both didn't handle it well. Kyle and Rohan. Agreed, absolutely. This like as much as they are they, Rohan went and did this. Their reaction here was very bad. They really hurt their image here. They could like they would have been much served by just saying like just filing that away, just saying okay, like. Maybe they're going to put on fireworks tonight. But this, the anxiety, I guess, of having a confrontation was too much for them. They had to, they had to preemptively start this confrontation and only, only helped Kiefer and Latoya, who they're supposed to be against in this confrontation. But we've seen this move before. We've seen like people who go after other people in the house, these big confrontations. Um, I'm thinking like Amanda Zuckerman. Uh, in BB 15, uh, <laughs> going after people, but what like I remember that just hurting people who were just like, No, I don't want to work with Amanda now. Usually, if you're if you're kind of provoked into one of these positions where you're screaming at people, especially in like a house meeting situation or any kind of even like even in the pantry there where you're kind of in a public setting, you're not in in like the a closed room conversation, it, it typically is going to go very badly for you. Um, I, I don't like maybe there's exceptions where we saw like Austin and Josh, but Josh was going anywhere. So it's easy to side with Austin in that, in that, in that kind of a confrontation. Yeah. Anyway. So, okay. Tell me, tell me maybe fill in the gaps here for me, Jamil. What am I missing? Look, ultimately your reaction is appropriate, right? It could have been handled a lot better. And what occurred wasn't necessarily what Kyle and Rohan were looking for in, in terms of the outcome, right? How much information did they get? Not much, right? What they came across was negative, even by their allies, right? And that's not necessarily that their allies believe that they're bullies, but if you're like, if you're an ally and like, there's going to be eventual time where I'm going to have to like go against you and 
this is the reaction that you kind of have. I'm, I'm kind of reluctant to kind of take you down the line and, and have that potential blowout in comparison to like, look, Kiefer has done some, some sketch stuff, but Kiefer has owned up to everything, right? A little bit too much rolling over to die than I would like, right? But for the most part, he's pretty much like, you know, you're right. I was wrong. Or I disagree with you, and he lies, and people know that he's lying. But there's never this type of like aggressive attitude, right? And even though Latoya was uh, seemingly getting involved to help Kiefer, that type of energy as well. The cop came out tonight. The cop oh, yeah. definitely came out tonight. You're also looking at this and like, why am I keeping her when she's going to be that aggressive too, right? I think the only person that came across well in this whole situation was Kiefer out of the, yes. the four people right um, of everybody and, involved in that and in this whole incident Kiefer comes out smelling the best because he's just be, making dinner he's he's making dinner he's in this situation even if he's wrong right Kiefer's the type of person that anyone could pull aside and have a conversation with him right and he'll talk to you he might not necessarily tell you what you want but like you'll have that conversation you don't want to have a conversation with Kyle and try if if he's getting that no. heightened, right? I don't Same think I would LaToya. want to. Same thing with Latoya, right? So, uh, understandably, I understand how why each person was in the position they were in. Uh, <laughs> it could have been handled better, a right? Lot better. But I think we also saw like later on when we see this uh, this attempt at a makeup between Kyle and Latoya. Um, well, you got to rewind that. You have the. The Rohan and um, and Kiefer kind of uh, makeup session was just oh, yeah. Before so that. so there's this whole blow up. I I think okay. Like overall, my 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 verdict on it is that like Kyle, he's gotta he's gotta really tone that down when he's upset or fe he feels like he's been betrayed or whatever. Like he's he, his feelings are legitimate, but the way he expresses it, the some of his facial expressions, I think, are coming across like this isn't a hockey game, Kyle. You can't. It's not. These are, like you have to. <laughs> Pull that back a bit, man. And um, and and he should have waited till he was outside. He should have waited till outside and just have it like that conversation. Uh, if well, yeah, they, have a big... they, they should never have gone in that confrontation at all. They should have the, the the smart move would have just been to do nothing. But if you're gonna say something, if you just you have to, then not like this. You pull Kiefer aside and say this sucked and why did this happen or did did Rohan not like get this wrong? But instead they're but their the emotions are running high and they're not managing that well and that's bad gameplay unfortunately. As much as uh um Latoya wants to say uh what is what does she say? I uh, know she says I don't like ball pits. I do not like ball pits. Yeah, but uh <laughs> but she also says make a game move. Don't make an emotional move. Oh lord, we're going to get into this throughout this episode because literally that is the dumbest thing to say this episode right especially by her especially by her, her entire alliance is a, is emotion uh i would say <laughs> like the, at least the people who are at the top of that alliance in the in the four uh, not including maybe Kiefer, Kiefer and Tina but um we also get this uh th this speaking of Tina we get this diary room session where she says yeah, I don't really. I'm not the sunsetters. I'm still in it technically, but I she she feels very much at the bottom of it. She feels like she's drifting. I think with Tara into sort of this middle spot, right? Or she's playing both sides. No, no one's playing both sides quite like Tina is at the moment. Um, 
right? And she she's she she could get exposed at some point, but for now she seems to be safely navigating this kind of middle area, right? <laughs> so just to jump in, this isn't this isn't um in the episode. It isn't in the future in terms of like live feed future. This is at that point. The Sunsetters are aware of Tina's position. They have told her, hey, there's a little bit too much heat on us. So where you are is perfect because the other side trusts you, right? But you're still loyal to us. So you keep playing the middle. And Tina's like, okay. <laughs> so well, that's a great deal for Tina. because <laughs> They've actually given her permission to play the middle. So like, she's not going to say no. Well, you made her right? a double agent. And now she can, she has plausible deniability on both sides. Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. It's great for Tina. Great gameplay. Uh, and 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 it, there's a net positive to Tara here because Tara really only has Tina. It seems like. Yeah. Um, you know, they were just getting the cream cheese or whatever we hear from Tara. <laughs> you know, she wasn't ready for that. Uh, Tara is a game player. I don't quite know yet what to make of Tara as a game player because she doesn't seem to want anything to do with the drama. I'm like Tara, you're on Big Brother. Like, you don't think there's drama? Oh, she's I don't know what she's there for, but she's there and she's going to try to make the best of it, I guess. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We also. Yeah, I guess like I have her in the draft, but I'm not feeling great about the Terra pick unless she floats to the end and somehow wins. But we'll see. Um, we also have Kiefer and Rohan. They're, they're right. They they have a session first where they're trying to at least apologize and Rohan apologizes to Kiefer and. Uh, and Kiefer says to to him, in, as far as the game goes, I'm done with you, dog. I'm done with you. I'm done. Well, you know, Kiefer actually says, for the most part, that he's done in general. He's done playing. He's done throwing out names. He's just going to, like, if I get voted out, that's cool. That's how it is. Uh, but at the same time, I'm not going to, you're not going to see me start, like, dragging people or try to manipulate. I'm too soft in this game, he says repeatedly. I, I'm just gonna like you know. I'm just gonna just play, and then he tells Rohan. He's like, you know what? After this game is over, we'll probably chill, uh, you know, hook up, and you know, we could be friends and everything like that. But me and you in this game, we're done, right? We we can uh, keep it casual in terms of conversation, but in terms of gameplay, we're, we're not playing together, man. You you're gonna look back in this tape, and you're gonna realize how wrong you are in terms of your opinions, right? I understand your point of view. But a strong dog, and you know we're done, right? And Rohan was at least like, Rohan was like at least apologizing, whereas Kyle was like, you know, people are calling me a bully, and I'm, I don't like this, and you know, uh, you have to see where I'm coming from, you know, and and it seemed like he was more trying to uh, correct the negative press as opposed to like legitimately apologizing, listening to what Kiefer feels right. And feeling a little bit of remorse. I did not get that from Kyle at all. Yeah. Well, we, so we don't see Kyle and Kiefer make up in any way here. Which Cause is, it was barely a makeup. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's not really much of anything there, but we get Kyle in LT instead. This Okay, like, and uh, in this in this scene, LT, like, I, she's like, like, what are you doing? Like, at least, but feign apologies and feign no, just like she, like, I thought both of them looked dumb in this because I think Kyle seemingly giving 
LT the apology that she should have gave he should have gave um Kiefer, right? Um, but he looked like he was fishing for apology from her. It like he, oh, he definitely was. He wanted this to sort of like he wanted to defuse this, right? Because he's been accused of bullying and he's worried about how he's going to look on the show. And so, she, you know, he says, "I said some things you regret. You said some things you regret." She's like, "No, I don't regret anything. I regret <laughs> nothing. You are in the wrong, Kyle, and that's all I know." <laughs> look, okay, I don't know what he was expecting from her in in the sense that if you know the person you're dealing with. And he, it's not like he doesn't know her. He's lived with right? her for three weeks. For enough, right? Enough time. If he said, hey, I apologize. That wasn't my intention. I know you got involved. Things were said. But I just wanted to let you know, I apologize. Just leave it at that. They hug it up. They leave. Maybe Latoya would come and say, you know what? I thought about what you said. You're absolutely right. I approached this wrong. But for him to go and say... You know, both of us said things that were wrong, and you know, uh, we both are um, have things that we're sorry for. She's not gonna say I'm sorry after you kind of lay the table out like that. The type of person she is, she's gonna upend the table. It's like, no, I'm not sorry, but I'm glad that you're sorry, and then walk off, which basically what she did, right? Honestly, if I was a Kyle, if I was Kyle, he should have kind of done that in a more public setting so that people can hear in like earshot and see how bad Latoya is. Right. right. But this right. wasn't a gay move. This was an image slash... I, I don't know if he actually cares about being friends with Latoya, but... Look, we had Mickey win Big Brother. And, like, he did he get, really get dragged as bad as Aaron did? Mm, it's debatable. So this little blow-up thing, bully thing, you can walk away from. You don't have to do any... I don't think like, he... I don't, he didn't cross some kind of line that I think is going to carry him around, but I think if Kyle is smart, he's got to realize that, you know, he's being perceived in a certain way, and if he doesn't adjust to it, then, yeah, you know, he, he'll get what he deserves if, if he hasn't uh, if he hasn't dug enough of a hole here. But we also get... A, we get more of this... Um, the solidification. So this more... more a, a new name, a new alliance name. <laughs> Tonight, I didn't want to say anything. Yes, uh, was it uh, Monday? Because mm -hmm. I wanted you to hear it yourselves. Okay, because right? the other night it was the bossy glossies, right? That's, that was that's the, only, the core group. That was, and then there was there was we knew that like Kyle and Rohan were somewhat attached to them, but they didn't they didn't seem to be part of the bossy glossies. So here we get tonight the the oddballs, right? Um, whatever it's. It's the Midnighters is what they should have been called, but they don't know the name of the other team. I so. know, but uh, people on like uh, feed watches and through social media, they were calling them the Midnighters, and I'm like, oh, that's so good. The Midnighters yeah. that would be better, but you know, they, it's a working, it's a name, it's a working title. The Oddballs. Now we get this like we get a quick diary room session, and I guess they ask them like, who are in the Oddballs, and they go, the Oddballs are everybody else <laughs> except for. Basically, the Sunsetters minus because they don't know Tina's in the in in the Sunsetters, so Correct. they think that. But they 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 figured out the other five. They know it's Keith. They know it's Kiefer, Ty, Beth, Jedson, and Latoya, and and Tina's just the one they don't know about. But Tina is not now that they've given Tina this double agent role. She's like, whatever, I can go either way, you know, um, unless they expose her as being part of it, and she has deniability. Um, but what you, like, but what is she gonna do? She could turn around and say, "I was with them, and then I totally left them because I have no, like, I have no reason to stay with them." 
Oh, she right? can deny it. And like, she, like, I don't think anyone's going to believe it. Right. Like, I think she could deny it flat out. Um, we, she, but she, she, we they, immediately after this name is dropped on us, the oddballs. So we, uh, or the midnighters or whatever we're going to call them. No, oddballs, um, balls. Tina it's, we see Tina and Tara are up like sort of on the upper level in chairs, just kind of seemingly watching some of the other of their other maybe Alliance members at the bottom and uh, talking out. And Tina says she's like that. One of those stretch dolls. She doesn't say stretch Armstrong. Maybe that was a copyright. They couldn't get permission to say on the, on the air, but, um, um, and uh, she's talking to Tara and they're basically their whole conversations about like, I'm, I'm sure we're not on the show. I'm sure they're never, we're never making the edits on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, but here they were ironically uh, talking about how they'll never make the show. And we get this little session. I thought that this, I, I got a little glimpse into both of their personalities and their friendship, maybe a little bit more than I have so far. I, and I kind of, I, I it endeared them both to me a little bit more. Yeah. I like, I like both of them. Right. Like here's the thing. Majority of this cast, I, I don't hate the person, if we remember a thing, I had three people I had at my bottom that I, I, I said I hated the most. And that was Rohan, Josh, Braden? and Brayden were my, my, my bottom three. Brayden, uh, we haven't really seen him. I don't know about Brayden yet. I haven't fully made my mind up about him. Right. Yet, but. Um, but uh, Josh and Rohan have been better than I thought they were going to be. Right, Josh wasn't that bad. All right, Rohan's been much better than we thought. Rohan a lot more, a lot more. I I kind of feel that Rohan is actually um in a worse position because Kyle is in the game and he's so close to Kyle, and Kyle just seems like social kryptonite for the most part. Well, I think that they're eventually one way or another they're going to want to break up Kyle and Rohan, and they'll probably end up on the block next to each other. But I got to think that it will be Kyle that goes. Um, How that? When that time comes, yeah, like I just feel like so. I think it it's ser it's serving Rohan right now to work with him, um, but this oddball alliance that is at the core is is the baby or the what do they call the bossy glossies? They're the bosses. So it's Victoria, Braden, and Austin. I I I am liking this trio. I think that they are smart, but maybe maybe overconfident, right? Like they just they've had two hohs between Austin and uh, Victoria now. Um and and Braden but only only really one where they controlled the vote, really. Only one. Uh, that's true. But but they're they're gaining steam here, and and then we yeah, and then but then we got to get back to the game here because we get oh, <laughs> sorry, my lights went out. Are you okay? Oh, volume. So uh, Here, just Dave, talk for a second. I get yeah. So Dave is currently looking after. He has some technical difficulties. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying their Saint Patty's Day. Um, remember, it's Patty's Day with D's. Don't use T's. Um, the short form for uh, Patrick in, in this regard is supposed to be with D's and not T's. Uh, Irish person would get very angry at you and glare evilly. I shouldn't say evilly. That's mean. Uh, glare disappointedly at you if you use the, the T's, not the D's. So remember, um, unless you're talking about the Pats, uh, the former Toronto Maple Leafs team, uh, you're supposed to mean the Patties as in DDY. 
Thank you, Jamil. Sorry, I I have to I I keep meaning to fix it, but I have like automatic timers that change change my lights. But um, because I wasn't podcasting on Wednesdays this late in the past. Anyway, so uh, my apologies for the technical difficulties. But we were just talking about how they had the uh, the picking of the veto players ceremony, um, and 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 Victoria uh, picked Tashawn out of the bag. That was the first draw here. Um, Latoya gets house guest choice, and she can't even believe it. She can't There's so few it. people that she could choose from, though. It's like, I, like the odds are so. I'm like, no, the odds are actually pretty good for you guys to get chosen because, like, you guys take half of the house. Honestly, half. Right. The house. Well, that was the whole idea. Is they wanted they wanted a strong numbers alliance, and that's yeah. kind of a made up of strong players. And yeah, it, it and yeah, they were saying like, what's the chances that Jed and Ty can both be picked? Well, it's not zero that's for sure yeah. um and so she picks jetson which right? is like oh hey we're to keep that uh, alliance low-key i love it we're not to expose your sunsetter alliance i don't know yeah. if they're worried about not exposing this anymore or if they're still trying to play big brother but uh it's 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 pretty obvious and then Kiefer has the last pick uh he randomly picks out austin she's the only non-sunsetter to be picked in this veto and they are just tickled pink as donnie would say from uh, bb16 um they are so happy they are just like wow and they kind of realize okay Kiefer and latoya on the block if jetson or ty were to win then they could take one of them down obviously that person who won the veto can't be the renom so it really helps them and then they would could push victoria maybe to nominate somebody like tara or mm -hmm. kyle which we thought we would these were the other names that were getting thrown out a little bit as possible renoms and <laughs> But this this alliance always just rubs me the wrong way. They're just so confident and they're so into themselves. And it's but they just, haven't done anything. They literally they, have not. Done, they've won amongst themselves. They won a veto. But it's it's perception. I guess I think it's the. It, is it just perception? Is it just the fact that Ty and Jetson have abs? Like I don't understand what's going on. Um, why why they're why is they're being valued so highly? Like they, look here's the thing they are presenting themselves like they're like the outcast group kind of like any minor victory they're like yeah we did it blah blah blah. and they were the dominant alliance like <laughs> like 24 hours ago prior to this right it's just it's absurd and it's just absolutely they do not understand their brand at all they have had no idea what they're supposed to be right they're they have power or had power they never wielded it properly and now they still had this huge head even though they have literally like they have no power this week they, yeah they, they have no they, power and and it, the but they but they have hubris yes in spades um and uh like i think that Jetson seems to be the most aware like, between because I'm I'm kind of I'm putting I'm taking Kiefer out of here a little bit because I, he's not he's he even says tonight I think I'm at the bottom of this alliance um, and you are Kiefer you and Tina are at the bottom of this alliance it's you know and Beth is just barely above you um, but it's really about Latoya Jetson and Ty and they. They're just, I don't know, like it, it's, I'm not quite clear what they, what they game they think they're playing, but, but Latoya and Ty just seem like they don't get it. They don't get why they're, they're not running the house. Is that maybe it? Or is that, uh, I'm just, 
I can't, I'm, I'm having, I'm struggling to understand the, their point of view and where they're coming from sometimes. Um, yeah. Cause they're, they're not being gracious. They're not trying, they're not like, I'm much more respectful of the way Kiefer is playing this week where he's like, you know, put me on the block. I'm clearly on the outs. He's hoping that he, you, you, you can play that and you can sometimes turn that into a second life in a game. Right. Doesn't it feel like what I'm, uh, what, what I mean is, doesn't it feel like if, let's say, for example, Kiefer was the actual target, the way he's acting and the way Latoya, Jed, Ty are acting, wouldn't you just like, you know what? I want to keep um, Kiefer. He's not going to make waves, right? He says he's down with me. He wants to make it up. He's saying all the right things, right? He could be lying. But at the same time, you have these trio that like are acting like they're running the game and they have no power. They're unable to, to protect themselves for the most part. Like, and they're just they're still talking to people like they're running the game. I don't like like no one would like that and would want no. to vote them out. It, it makes I would no definitely. Sense. I would want to vote all four of these people. Like Kiefer, I think is salvageable. Like you could, like if you can get rid of these allies, then maybe he's a number for you or something. Because he'll be like he'll be a free agent. But the, I, I wouldn't want to work with any four of them. Like may, maybe Ty, I maybe like if he didn't maybe have because, them. But like Ty is kind of like the only one who's like emotionally adult. It seems. It seems like you know, and like compared to the way we saw like Jedson tonight. And uh, and Latoya coming at Victoria the way they did, you know, it was like you want to talk about bullying and standing up for things, but I I don't think that they see themselves as so righteous, as well. That's the issue. That's the issue. Although Victoria wasn't necessarily cornered, like Kiefer was in like a very confined space. Mm -hmm. There was an aggressive attitude that they had, and. I, we're, I know we're kind of jumping a little bit forward to just before the 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 veto ceremony conversation that kind of ended the show, but Latoya saying that's how you have a conversation. I was begging for that to be in the episode because, like Victoria was absolutely right. It's like don't don't effing talk to me like that, right? And like, well, that's awkward. <laughs> like, I was like. Hold on a second. Who's HOH? Like, like Latoya's acting like she's HOH and, and saying that's how you have a conversation. You shut up and I, I talk and then wait for your turn. And it's like, no, man. This is my HOH room. This is my HOH. I'm going to play it the way I want to. I felt I felt that Victoria was um, humoring them a little bit too much and giving them an explanation. It's like, look, this is how she should have just cut it dry. It's like, I want to work with you guys. But is you guys are too prone to flip. So to make sure that things are going to go the way I want it, you're staying on the block. You um, take her off. I'm going to put your buddy on. Right. That's it. Too bad. Too sad. Right. I want. I, I want to get there. And I, I, you're right. We I are know. skipping ahead. So let, just quickly, let's let's talk about this veto comp itself. <laughs> okay. O well, OLG all over this this season. Okay, well, yeah, my my one note just before the comp started because Victoria gives us this this diary room, which I just find is I'm sure production just got her to say it, but she's like, I never thought I would have to re-nominate somebody this week. You never thought so? Okay, whatever. Um, but the the competition, another OLG um, sponsored event. We get the cro it's crossword scratch tickets or something. I'm I'm not I don't play these these games of chance. I'm, uh, 
because it's it, the Bible tells me not to, and that's not why. But um, it's <laughs> it's this kind of it's this interesting kind of like almost plinko style game where you have to like or or even connect four. We have to like drop the these tiles to form a crossword. I thought it was a kind of a clever, fun little game, and you have to like make words like veto and um target super and alliance super fan like you know buzzwords for um for for the show and, and uh like we saw here that austin and jetson seem to be the best at this they were seem to be the leads out up front i really liked the diary room session where Braden was talking about austin and how smart she is and like like he seems to really believe in her. I kind of liked that moment. Um, uh, you know, whether wh how smart Austin is is yet like we we saw her win one competition. Okay. And she said in her like intro that she has like a photographic memory. Mm. Right. So she believes in herself, at least at the moment, but I I I I kind of need to see a little bit more out of Austin before I I I I sign her as a mental comp beast or anything like that. Even Ty's uh Ty gave a little bit of a confessional. Here's like, so we get there and it's I thought it was going to be endurance or strength in his crossword, <laughs> right? And I was like, Ty is not feeling the fact that he hasn't got to show off what he thinks are his skills or what makes him a valuable alliance member, which is like probably winning a competition such as that or something that would have that that being a, a, um, a more physical athletic person would give you an advantage at. Um, but I'm okay with it. Like these competitions don't have to I'll follow what you think they should. They can be sure. anything. It, the, the hey, look, I would I would laugh if all the physical competitions occur when um, Ty and, um, and Jensen, uh, gone. Jensen can't can't compete. Like either <laughs> one of them is eliminated, and one was just HOH, and it's like here's a very physical competition. Can't play in the HOH. Sorry, um, it's Tina versus Tara versus. Uh, Kiefer and the, the end of this competition. Like if they had to do something like the slip and slide, which I think is a competition that a man almost always wins in the U.S. version. Uh, usually a very tall man, like a Kyle or something like that, mm -hmm. right? So like I don't see Taro winning a competition like that, or um, just just height wise and length 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 of your legs. And so there are things like there are competitions that come up in in Big Brother, and if you're like a Pretty Boys Alliance, yeah, we're gonna win all of these because. I don't know. When I was growing up, there was always those kids in your class. They're just fucking good at. I'm sorry, I swear. They're just good at everything. You know, they're just like they're they're the best at the sports. About you know, and that's kind of like what these what Jensen and Ty I think think they are at least, um, and uh, and that's the way a lot of people maybe perceive them early, and that was like their value. That was their stock, um, but they haven't they haven't done it here. Now Jensen goes on to win this tonight, um, showing that he's you know he's he's this was he got his clues. He was. Uh, he did it very quickly. So he he was able to kind of use the mental physical combo here in a way that yeah. Austin, I think, just couldn't quite keep up with. And so his his combination of those two skills did serve him. But we saw the the, the, the result here that um, that Latoya is so thrilled that Jetson won. Now she picked Jetson to play in it. So Jeez. why wouldn't she be? But this reaction, um, what, okay, Victoria's play counter. Cool. Play it cool, man. Play it a little cooler than that. Oh, like, you know. I'm surprised the four of them didn't just like in the middle, just like put hands and just go like this afterwards. Just like be obvious. They should have just did like a, a line where they're just like, "Yeah, we won." You know, you know, like 
keep it cool. Well, yeah, like the fact that they did it later on, they celebrate. Like, why bother? You guys did it basically in the space anyway. But like, yeah, we saw Kiefer and Jetson celebrating. The Sunsetters were very thrilled with themselves. They thought they had turned the tables on this situation. But you haven't yet, guys. Like, you keep like getting ahead of yourselves. You're 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 you get a little too excited. This the especially like Latoya, I think, is just she gets the other two, uh, and I guess Beth, I don't really know what's going on with Beth, but I I, I do consider her part of this four. But um, yeah, like that she she just gets those two guys kind of like we're gonna we're gonna tell Victoria what's what, and you know, and no, you're not. Um, we get we get this bossy glossy conference okay what are we going to do now like victoria's like this was worst case scenario uh you know jetson winning what do we do and they're like okay well either you put up beth or you put up ty right and they kind of they, they weigh the, the pros and cons of both but knowing that they have to break up ty jetson and latoya like that's more of a priority and so ty's the better option but beth being a backup i guess is fine um to put up there with Kiefer, and but they i liked also that this little um thing with austin she's like well, what about Beth, right? But she's like, at the same time, I they've cut ties technically with Beth, but they're still like keeping a relationship there because they th- Beth thinks she has an in, yeah, but she doesn't. So they're playing Beth now. I'm, 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 I'm. So this, this Austin, uh, her stock went up with me in this. Movie. Okay, I thought, I thought she, I thought, Cutting I thought ties I, with Beth equals an upgrade in terms of your standings. No, just how they're willing to use Beth. Yeah, yeah. More being more a little bit more calculating, a little bit more gameplay, right? And that 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 side's not getting played by the emotional sort of cool kid side that they maybe hope that they are. That the Beth is hoping they are. At the same time, don't you feel like all of this could have happened last week, right? And they're they're like a week behind with where they could have been, like because True. all the signs were there, right? Um, that Josh flip was looking to happen. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Like all the people who were on the outs that you're now part of this week, they were on the outs last week. Like it feels like Victoria's put in work where Austin did not at all last week. Right. She seems well, to Austin be was HOH control. last week. Right. So yeah. now she's, now she's running around like a player. And I think she's looking at the game maybe with a little bit more perspective. Right, because maybe like I just don't like she's obviously saved her. She's working with Victoria. Um, I just think I I I feel a little bit more positive on Austin after that little quick little segment we got, and that was it. Just them 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 playing the options because the cockiness, the 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 sheer effing hubris of this of this um, Sunsetter group. They're just like, what do you mean? Of course they're Jetson won the veto and. We can put a tie. How stupid are they? How stupid is she? You know, it's like, well, are they like, is she stupid or are you guys stupid? You know, like, I think you need to ask yourselves this because, yeah. but it, it's all, but because you're tying it in with your ego. So you don't, you can't see it, see past yourself. They're the heroes point. of the story. And therefore, like, if you go against the hero, you're a bad guy or you're a person. Right. And we've seen a lot of these, these players do this. Like I, we saw Cody Califiore kind of playing a similar style. I, I've seen this style employed by a lot of these majority alliances and they're trying to play the same playbook, but they're just, but they're not doing it as well. They're just not executing it. They're, they're premature. They give too much away. They don't, sh- they don't hide their alliance in smart ways. 
um, in, in quite the opposite. They they expose it in very stupid ways. Now, conversely, I think that this this other group, the oddballs, is doing the same thing. Like, but they they are doing it sort of after the fact, after they've kind of realized that these other five are so tight. Um, Tina sort of removed from that, and uh, and so they're now they're forming their own coalition, which is what the sensitive should never have let happen. And it would not be happening, like we said on Monday, if they hadn't tried to flip this vote from Josh to Rohan, even though, yes, it was the right thing to do. But you guys came to the conclusion too late. You went, you did all the wrong things to try to flip that vote way too late. And you thought you were running the game and you got called and now here you are and you got what you deserved. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) You're right. You're right. If they put in the work earlier on and made a decision, they would be in a better place, but they didn't. And they thought they could, you know, flex and make people bow to their will at the last second. And they lost. They lost that that game of wills. And it seems that they, they're broken, honestly. I don't think Latoya is somebody who's, who's not used to getting what she wants. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm reading that wrong. But I, I, she seems I think to that be... She's, I think she's had to... Um, kind of put her head down and kind of um, break through various obstacles in her life and she does not know how to take an L. Right? Right. And, and, and I, 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 in real life, I, I have complete admiration for that never give up attitude and so I'm sure that serves her very well in her life, you know, but in terms of this game, it's not it's not compatible. That She's ain't not shift. Yeah, you're right. It's not it. Right. And how old is Latoya? I just want to check... Um... Toya is 34. Okay. So um, she's, she's been around. But um, talk about someone who got what they deserved. Let's talk about this segment tonight with the skip the dishes, have nots. I didn't even vote in this. I like I tried to vote the other night. It wasn't up. And I guess it happened between now and uh, in Monday. Um, but we the four have nots, which were all people close to Victoria, Rohan, Kyle, um, Braden, and Austin. Austin. And they go. One of you will not be the uh, the veto anymore. Is this something? Or the sorry, um, not the veto. One of you will not be have a have not, not anymore. Uh, is this something they're going to do every week? You think? Like relieve I one think of the have nots? They're going to do it oh, every so often. I absolutely hate it. So, I think well, that okay. if you're a have not, you're a have not. The only thing I can, I only counter devil's advocate argument I can make for it is. It's if it it's just a way for revenue for the show. They need a they need a segment with a sponsor. Skip the dishes, and I guess this is how they sold it to them. But you're right; it doesn't serve the show in in that way. But if they were like, "You don't get Big Brother Canada if we're not allowed to do Skip the Dishes promos," I'd be like, "Okay, fine, do your Skip the Dishes promo." Like <laughs> if that's the trade off, I'll take it. But otherwise, um, yeah, like or have more have nots than just these four or yeah. something, or show us them. Like, cause they, they're like, yeah, we've been eating slop all week and it sucks. I need real food, every meal, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. Okay. I just like, but you're right though. Like the whole thing about the have-nots is, you know, you're in an uncomfortable position. You're sleeping in an uncomfortable place. You you take showers and it's cold. You are eating food that is horrible. If this was Survivor. Right. And the way survival works is if someone's in a bad spot, they're going to show you the bad spot so that you have an understanding of the context of why people are making decisions that they're making. Right. A storm comes. They'll show people suffering in the storm. So the next day they're like, um, instead of just having them go, man, 
um, that sucked. They'll show the storm. They'll show people suffering the storm. Right? Show, show always... the oddballs in the in the ball pit. I do not like ball pits. She does not like <laughs> oddball pits either. <laughs> Especially when they get skipped the dishes uh, and they get sushi, like Brayden did. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do you, Brayden. You do you. <laughs> okay, so we got this little segment, but this is maybe like. Everything with Braden on the show has been about what he has to eat and his 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 whining or or or, or related to that. Otherwise, he doesn't seem to do much. <laughs> Boast uh, about Austin, complain. Yes. Yeah. How dare you? How dare? You? Um. Okay. All right. And then after that's over, then we get all of this this you know thing about okay, what it was going to happen? Use the veto. Bath is the one who tips off. Jedson, I believe, because I guess Beth had been. We didn't get to see this, but Beth, I guess, had gone to go talk to Austin, maybe about what Victoria was going to do. Didn't get a good answer. Beth reported this back to Jedson. Jedson goes to confront Victoria, and Victoria's like, "Hey, yeah, we can talk, but uh, go get Ty," which I thought was awkward. I thought that this all, you know, Jedson having to go get Ty, I'll come back. It was just like this long drawn out thing. Well, why? And she's acting sketch and it's very sus and um, <laughs> all these things. Wait, uh, wait. You don't have the. Oh, I got Where's it. the Josh line? Where's the Josh line? Give it That's a little sus. E a little sus. A little sus. You asked me to bring up Ty here. What's up? You know, and she she just lays it out. Like, listen, like I don't want to, but if you take Latoya down, I'm going to have to put up Ty or I, I don't know if she says Beth right away, but she eventually says it's Ty or Beth. Yeah. Um. But it's they're they're just like why, and they're just being kind of bratty about it. It's the only way I can describe. Ty is just kind of in shock. He doesn't understand. You know, he just he can't quite comprehend what's going on. Jedson is just sort of indignant about it. Um, and and can't get over this. So and we see a couple times that Latoya goes by, kind of trying to listen in about what's being said. Um, but it, at the end of this, and then that, that ends, they, so Jensen and Ty go to talk to Beth and Latoya and they're like, why don't the four of us go, go, uh, confront her? Because they kind of give, they kind of lament about the news. They complain about it a lot. And then they decide to do what we just said. Rohan and Kyle kind of shouldn't have done at the top of the episode, which was go for this kind of, uh, awkward confrontation. It's like, why are you so dumb? Why are you so dumb? Why? This is so unnecessary. Oh, oh, we have a very uh, special announcement here, J uh, uh, Jamil. Oh, hello. He's made an appearance. What? And he's Welcoming wearing green. Jeff Mader on this special St. Patrick's Day sighting. He's got yeah. double green. Double green. And, and uh, Jeff Mader, uh, the co-founder of the Super Mader Brothers podcasting channel, as you can here. see from our little logo there. You want uh, some of my Shamrock Shake? Right here. Oh, man. I got to get a Shamrock Shake. See, I had two. I told Dave to come by and pick it up, but, you know, respecting that lockdown. Yeah, too. I was like, you know, I, I got it. I got it. You're in the – we're different <laughs> colors, our zones, for this COVID. But, Jeff, you're here to talk BB Can 9? Not really. I didn't watch the episode. I just <laughs> see what oh. you guys are up to. Uh, uh, you what happened? The who won well, the Jeff, there's it's very interesting. There's these two alliances that have formed. They are going 
they're they're at odds with each other um not you know one's called the sunsetters one's mm -hmm. called the oddballs um mm -hmm. and the oddballs which name are in is better which which name is better i like the sunsetters better yes don't you think the oddballs should have named themselves um the, <laughs> the what would i say the night setters no the, you called them the midnighters midnighters the midnighters that would have been more creative than the oddballs is like who who named that that was victoria uh, no, it was austin said it austin said it and then victoria kind of jumped onto it because it was because of this oh my god it's a ball pit there's a ball pit in the have not room jeff i don't know if you know that but uh it's it uh, i do it, now yeah victoria who's the hoh this week she's from hamilton the mountain um and she's she loves the ball pit she kind of she's like well we're the odd balls and we love the ball pit right um yeah i've seen her uh as the hoh she she seems kind of um that i mean a lot of these players seem kind of messy from what i've watched uh none of them see which is good for us but not for them uh you know uh the victoria when amanda was kind of explaining like she was you know an oddball to win like she was shouldn't you know it was she was a wild card uh and uh yeah like I found it interesting that she's like going after uh, Latoya. Uh, that's her main target, right? Well, yeah. And so Jeff, like, this, I, like we haven't gotten into this part, Jamil, but like, I am, like, I have all the respect for Victoria because she's doing, like, it, it, she might not. This might the legacy of this might burn her. She might get voted out because of everything she, the amount of uh, capital she's spending here as a player. But man, is it making a good TV show because she's 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 not in that alliance, Jeff. And mm -hmm. how many times do we see a member of the non-majority like, alliance that we've seen in the last few seasons that they get mm -hmm. into power and they kind of they buckle because they go, oh, but they're not, all those people are going to be mad at me and then they're going to put me up. And so I need to put someone up that the house wants and, and, who, and who would just be a number for them yeah. in the end game, right? So, so yeah. she doesn't do that. She puts, those two, she puts members of that alliance up and then she, when one of them wins the veto tonight, because that's what happened. A member of that alliance won, and they were going to take one of them down. She's like, "Well, if you put, mm. if you take them down, I'm going to put this person up, which is another member of that group." And they're like, "Well, you can't do that," you know. And they're just like, "Oh, okay." So who, who won the veto? Was it Latoya or the um? What's the guy's the native Jet guy? What's his? It wasn't no, either. It, was, it, it wasn't a nominee. It was um. It was one of their alliance members. Jetson won. Yeah. Oh, Jetson won, a, and so he was going to take either Latoya or is his name Kiefer? Kiefer. Yeah. So he. Kiefer. Yeah, he would have taken yeah. Latoya down because Latoya even picked him out of the bag. It was house guest choice. Oh, I see. Okay. And, and Kiefer's but, kind um, of playing um wounded animal right now. He's playing wounded. Well, I mean, I, I don't think I'm so I understand I'm on the block. If you guys send me home, you send me home. You know, I'm not gonna try to campaign. I, I'm not gonna toss any names. You know, I'm just I'm playing out. I'm I'm not made for this game, bro. I'm too soft. So if <laughs> if Jetson uses the veto on the Toya, who goes up beside Kiefer? Well, that and that was that was Victoria's counter because she's like, okay, well, if you take Latoya down, Jetson, I'm going to put your best friend Ty up, and they're like, well, why would you okay, do that? 
right? And Why wouldn't you? They're so, they, they were so indignant about it. It was hilarious. It was amazing to watch. Um, and they're like, well, okay, well, if they're not Ty, then how about your girlfriend, Jetson, Beth? And these are, no, you know, put up, put up someone who's not, you know, they wanted to put up uh, Kyle, who's in her alliance, right? And so but they don't like, know that. But at the same time, they're like, look, We've had two weeks in a row where you guys have tried to flip the house. I don't want to flip to occur. If Latoya stays on the block, I know that you guys aren't going to flip and vote for Kiefer. If um, Latoya comes down, I have to put uh, another person that you won't flip on, right? Try to do a flip, which is Beth or uh, Ty. And they're like, well, if you put Kyle there, it's like, if I put Kyle there, you guys are going to flip and vote Kyle out. No, no, we yeah. will still vote no. Kiefer out if that's what you want. No, you won't. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it, it's, I mean, you're right, David. It is nice to watch like the popular kids not get, get their way because that's you know, often in Big Brother, even when, like, you're right, like, even when the unpopular kid wins the HOH, they do the wrong thing. Uh, but, you know, so it's nice. Yeah, it is good to see that, um, even though Victoria seems kind of like a, wild card player and i don't know if she's super savvy um at least she's doing the right thing right yes well, yeah like, jamil how would you rank her hoh like so far <laughs> in terms of austin she's a, a much more effective hoh than austin right austin had no control over hoh it seemed right and Victoria. But it was all like we were still in these first two weeks where like especially the Austin HOH was was the team thing. So there was like this limitation about who you could put up. Victoria didn't have that. She could put anybody up, right? And well, who so was up, who is Austin gonna put up? Um like who should have put up if it wasn't teams? Well, inter um because she put up Rohan next to Josh because it was originally Kiefer and Josh, right? And then yeah. it ended up then it I was think Rohan. Those are the people and Josh. that she doesn't talk to as well. Right, right. Like I don't know who else would have been an option from that team. Uh, maybe Although, I can't even think. Yeah, Kiefer and thing that she's not close with. So, so Austin's HOH too early. Austin's HOH had too many had too many restrictions in that way. But Victoria does not, and I got to give credit to Victoria. I would give her like an A plus for entertainment for this week three. Like she's giving us the best week three ever. But. I don't like. I think that there, people are going to say like down the road. Maybe it's two weeks. Maybe it's three weeks down the road. Victoria can't keep her around. She's too. She might do what to me what she's about to do to Latoya. <laughs> so, um, it's, assuming Latoya is going to go this week, uh, oh, we'll see. I think she's good as God. Like, um, I'll be very uh, just to be clear with everyone. I am about as caught up with this show as what has aired. I have not seen past what we currently saw in this episode. So okay. I am eagerly awaiting to... Uh, Jeff doesn't know. I'm going to tell Jeff. Jeff, they didn't show the veto tonight. They didn't, they didn't show the veto show ceremony. The, the ceremony no wasn't ceremony. shown. They, they cut it at the... They said to be continued tomorrow night. So they're going to show us the end of the veto ceremony tomorrow night. They, they didn't even show us the start of it, right? They didn't even see the this just reaffirms my point that's in some ways the American Big Brother, I think, is better because I do think you know what you're getting. You know you're going to see the end of the veto ceremony. You know, like, they're not going to do that to you. Uh, so, I, you know, that's just... Has the American version never done this? Has the American version never done this? No, I don't think I can't, so. I can't remember. But at the same time, so. at the same time, they will, they will stick to a format at the fault of the story. This one, they're like, we're going to show these blow-ups that occurred, right? 
Um, and we want you to see it happening. The veto, I think, for the most part, is going to be pretty straightforward, honestly, c unless like they go buck wild in terms of speeches, right? And I don't even know how you can recover from that. Like, you have to show a little bit of restraint in front of the entire house um, in that type of setting because people will remember that. And the veto is sh um, shown. No, well, there's no jury house right now, but like. You, you show a level of restraint during the actual ceremony itself. So, like, I, I think, okay, I, I'm, I'm getting to my issue with the to be continued. Okay. My, my issue with the to be continued isn't the fact that it was to be continued. I like that. I thought it was fantastic. The announcement, like, one hour prior to veto, right? That kind of an announcement prior to it being cut off, mm -hmm. that creates... Um, like anticipation. The problem with it is I'm pretty sure next episode is still an hour, right? If we were like, we're going to have stuff cut out that's going to be taking place from Monday to Thursday. We're, we're getting all those days condensed into the time period that's left be um, um, after the veto, which we're going to see at the beginning of the episode and the eviction, which is usually at the half um, half hour mark. So yeah, that depending means how much each that, each competition. Yeah. yeah. So all that, those four days, um, the rest of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right, and Thursday, what happened prior to the eviction, all of those four days are going to be condensed to what, like 15 minutes? Well, yeah, because I don't want to see stuff that happened on Tuesday, um, tomorrow. Like it's, or Unless I guess it's important because what happened was on Monday. All of this, what we've seen was Monday. Dave, okay, you were okay. a man. You are a man of sticking to the format. I am. And, I am. and this is where Big Brother Canada likes to just throw curveballs because they, they like to be different. And sometimes it works, I guess. It might, you might, you know, might, may, you know, but at the same time, you, you want to see the drama. You don't want to see the boring stuff, yeah. you know? So even if they just announced, like, hey, um, there's going to be a programming change due to what happened, we're going to be adding 15 minutes to the program. It's going to start at, um, instead of starting at 8 yeah. o'clock, it's going to start at uh, 7.45. We're going to, there's going to be less news on ET Canada today. <laughs> Sorry, right? Right, Carlos. We're going to show you 15 minutes of what happened and then go to the rest of the episode. That would be fine. If they announced that, that would be perfect because it still says, like, the information needed um, for a regular episode is going to be fine as opposed to feeling that we're going to be shortchanged now for the rest of the week. That's basically four days. We're going to have condensed to 15 minutes. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. And like, what, like this whole to be continued, like, yeah, like we watched Wednesday to find out what happened with the power of veto that didn't get played out here. Although I was loving like Victoria and the, the whole confrontation here at the end and it was Latoya. She's like, Victoria, she's disgusting. You know, and she's like, it's, uh, so, it's quite Jeff, they're having a group conversation. So, um, the five, which is a uh, four, sorry, which is Latoya, Kiefer, Ty, and uh, sorry, Latoya, Latoya, uh, Jetson, Ty, and, and Beth. and Beth are there. Right. And they're all trying to pick Victoria's brain as to why she's giving this ultimatum of taking Latoya off the thing. And uh, Victoria is doing her best to kind of keep them at bay, right? Mm -hmm. Saying that she still wants to work with them, but at the same time, I don't want to flip 
um, having keeping the nominations um, the same will ensure that there's no attempt at a flip. All right. Right. And the piece of background you're missing, Jeff, too, is that what happened last week was that they they ended up with Rohan and Josh on the block, right? Everyone, no one liked Josh. He was kind of like this pariah in the house. They they were going to get Rout because he was just kind of decided early on they didn't like him and they it was easy to get rid of him. So so, but uh, Kiefer had pulled himself off the block next to Josh. So Rohan had gone up next to him, and this Sunsetter Alliance, which was even though they didn't have the HOH, they were kind of controlling a lot of things. They realized, oh no, getting rid of Josh is not good for us because Rohan is much more likely to join up with the people who aren't in oh in our alliance. Jeff is like, I don't want to hear anymore. Spoilers. Yeah, he's like, oh, there he is. He's probably come back, don't worry. Yeah, he is. I can see. Bless his heart. I had uh, two feeds open, so I think it was slowing me down. Probably. But where did you hear what I was saying with the... Uh... Yeah. Um, yeah, so like, yeah, the... The, the week before the Kyle guy went, no, it's Josh guy went home, right? Josh come, but they, but what they realized when Josh and Rohan were on the block was that right. if we vote out Josh, Josh is never going to be like join an alliance, right? Because he's too much of an outcast, but Rohan would. So they, the Sunsetter Alliance realized this way too late. Latoya, who is at the bossiest of the Sunsetters was like, no, first she was like, no, we have to vote out Josh. And she rubbed her alliance all the wrong way. Then she's, then they right. kind of eventually flip. They but getting rid of Josh is not smart. We should get rid of Rohan because he's much like more likely to become a number for anything that could go against us. They were right, but it was. I think I lay a lot of this at Latoya's feet. I think she was she was really the one who caused this. So Latoya so, decides. Well, she just made, she, well. The, I, from what I could tell, it seemed like she made the wrong call and then tried to change her mind, which is a bad decision to Big Brother. Like because then people think you know at any moment you could just turn on them. And I do think that's the, you know, that I agree that Latoya looked bad. Also, the scene, do you guys remember when Rohan was to, and um, another guy were talking to Kiefer Kyle. about or today, yeah, Kyle, but... uh, the episode before uh, they were, um, oh, yes. yeah, they were like, hey, bro, you got to come to me and tell me that he's like, I was playing Big Brother. It's like, you still got to come to me. It's just like, OK, like, I don't know. It's just like they were just like kind of just bullying him into like, you know, like he was doing damage control, I get it, but at the same time, they were kind of just like they're like, "Come on, bro, come on!" And it was like they weren't really getting really any info out of them. I, I, I you know, they were just like, "Hey, you, you just shaming them, you know, shame, shame." Jeff, you, know? you got to watch this episode because basically, it's worse. They it's like the sequel to that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's worse. a sequel to that. Yeah. So they yeah. just keep Ke going. Kiefer and shame. Rohan had like this confrontation with Kiefer in the pantry while he was getting dinner together. They're like, "What are you doing?" And they, they, Kyle, Kyle is like the aggressive hockey guy. He, you have him in the draft. He's like yeah. the he's the guy who's he keeps like going at Kiefer because Kiefer Kiefer kind of like bullshitted him and told him, "Oh yeah, working together." But then they realized that you know Kiefer's more loyal to this other group. And so Kyle felt betrayed and he's, but he's a little too, he's too aggressive with so, it. He's so like, is Kyle, is Kyle with Vic? Kyle's with Vic now. This week. And Rohan is too? Because yes. of, because of how badly the Sunsetters played last week, they tried to flip right. the vote to Rohan at the last second. Everyone went, what the hell? Victoria in particular, Victoria goes on to win HOH and, and, mm -hmm. and basically he's able to found this whole new alliance that's against Latoya and her group based on on their actions so the sunsetters created these circumstances and just watching them get all angry about the bet they've made 
Yeah, Unlike Kiefer, who's like, you know what? Like, I got caught playing both sides. I'm willing to like take my licks here. Um, no, not not Latoya, not Jetson, not Ty, not Beth. They will not. They cannot. It's not allowed. I will not. I cannot <laughs> accept this. I'm, I will I not. Cannot, will not. Should not. Like, yeah. Uh, the righteousness yeah, of Latoya is something else. So, but so they showed you who, yeah, they showed you who won the veto, but they didn't show you whether or not there he was going to play the veto. And now we're all up in the air about whether or not he's going to play the veto or not. Yep. Well, he knows if he plays the veto on Latoya, that just another one of his allies goes up, and that's what he's upset about. And that's what right. they. And, that, then, and then, but who has the numbers in the votes? Like, which alliance has more numbers? Well, it doesn't matter because it will still be two members of the alliance on the vote. The, the thing that's the thing they know that if a member of their alliance goes right, that they mm. lose that advantage. Like because right, right. now there's the, the voting advantage, the, the voting advantage. So that's that's really yeah, the, which why is they're huge. They're stomping which is their huge feet. in Big Brother. Huge. It it's really huge. is. Like you, you see it early in the in in Big Brother games. That's why there's always like a big alliance because they know if we just stay in this core seven, you know. You know, they, uh, we don't need to worry, and then the game becomes boring, pedantic. Um, yeah, you need you need like the good players, the the underdogs for a good season. I find to, that was to and we were out. so close. Kiefer, it came down to Kiefer and Victoria in this HOH on Monday, mm. and Victoria wins it. But if it had been Kiefer who won it, then the Sunsiders would have right. controlled this week. They would have got out somebody right. else. They would have like. Right. Um, you know, and that didn't happen. Victoria wins instead. Coming off the heels of this vote flip that didn't go, she felt betrayed. Kyle and Rohan were were indignant. Uh, Braden and Austin got pulled in, and so now you have this. You have the oddballs. Despite, you know, we can criticize the name, but uh, they they have their own group now. And and we're uh, hopefully you would think we're a guy that. like you would think a guy like Kiefer would have been in the oddballs, like in any other Big Brother season, you know. But he's in with the cool kids. I don't get it. I, you know. Well, they thought that that made it less obvious, or they it wouldn't be as suspected, mm. right? And gotcha. Tina is the uh, is the sixth member of this alliance, sort of. Ah. So so initially, Tina, who is the oldest person in the house, uh, she was the she was going to be a member of it. But Kiefer and Tina were not obvious, right? And and plus, it was three members from each of these original teams that they had set up. So there was it was a couple of like, oh, cross teams, cross alliances. We have different social connections and different skills. It made sense. It, or so it seemed, but Kiefer and Tina are definitely at the bottom. These other four, I don't think they're just very strong players, really. Like, there's they might be good at competitions, but they don't, like, especially Latoya doesn't understand the game, uh, quite, quite very well. Um, and she seems and like so, a good player, though. Like, she seems like she seems smart, like, she's a, a police officer. She seems like she seems like most police officers that get into a survivor big brother situation end up doing very well. Uh, you know, so it's, it's surprising that she's kind of overplaying right now, but I don't know if she survives. I think she'll be okay. Like uh, Jamil would probably disagree with me. And we talked about this a little bit, but, but um, Latoya reminds me a lot of Vanessa Russo and what hmm. she played in BB 17. Vanessa Russo was a good player though. Right. Um, yeah. Almost one. She came I mean, third place. She, yeah, I mean, she controlled the game a lot, right? Did she? But not? she puts herself in a powerful position to be able to do that. Um, and even though she she was able to manipulate people, um, yeah, by like kind of talking them into corners and stuff, where there's a little bit of finesse in that. Even though like she was very frantic. Now Latoya, on this hand, she is like a billy club, 
and just <laughs> hammers at people constantly. Doesn't like to take right? no for an answer. Does not like no. Won't apologize. Right? Mm. Tells people um, that what they're doing is wrong and like details that gets. She judges people too. Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So, so yeah, that's not good. That's not a good look for cops. <laughs> I don't think they know she's a cop, right? Like she hasn't. No, think, that. Yeah. no she said she's a fashion designer, which she also is, right? She yeah. also is that too. Her they, her nickname in the house is LT. <laughs> Lords Taylor. Mm. Well, no, I just think of like LT, yeah, like a lieutenant, well, like a like a police lieutenant. Yeah. Or... Well, true. I also think, yeah, I think of Lawrence Taylor and uh, yeah, lieutenants. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, but she she's an interesting player. But yeah, we don't we don't get the um, the the veto ceremony here tonight. I can't remember that ever happening before. I like, I don't think um, it probably has happened in Big Brother Canada, but maybe I don't think it it's happened in the states. Yeah, yeah, but we because we, people we would be, you know, I think people would be pissed off in the states. <laughs> in Canada, choice? we're like, oh, okay, we'll wait. I want to see tomorrow, even though I kind of know what happens, which we can get into the spoiler section here and talk about um, what we might see. Uh, well, we kind of talked about this in the spoiler section for Monday because we kind of knew on Monday. But if you weren't, if you're if you're going to drop off here, um, check out our other channels and shows. We, or we're here um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays to talk about Big Brother. We also do Marvel Cinematic Universe rewatch pod or uh, reviews now. We started with WandaVision. On Friday, and so uh, hoping to do Winter uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier when that when that series wraps in ten weeks or so. That's going to start Friday, um, and we also have our other channels, Live Long and Podcast, which is our Star Trek channel where we talk about Deep Space Nine on Tuesdays. On Wednesdays, we do original series rewatch, and on we do Star Trek Radio Theater, uh, including uh, this uh, this uh, Friday. We're going to be doing statistical probabilities from Deep Space Nine's sixth season. Um, so check that out. We do the script read and reenact it with some sound effects and everything else. That's a, always a lot of fun. And um, and we also have Trivial Debates, our other channel, which is where we argue about movies, TV, sports, music, and more. Okay. But uh, please stay with us. We hope you stay with us because we're talking about the spoilers and what we can kind of see, what will be the to be continued for tomorrow night. Here's a spoiler. <laughs> This is Roafu with the great F. Marie Abramson brings us in. Uh, that's acting, man. That's Shakespearean level acting. Right uh, okay, Jamil, hit us. Like, like, I don't have any spoilers. I told well, you. you tell us. Tell us what you told us the other night. What do we know? What's going to happen in this veto ceremony? I I don't know. Like literally, the last thing I saw was this. Uh, oh yeah, they're not going to play the veto. That's that's but, what I mean. But you. But I, I thought on Monday you said. They had the ver the ceremony had happened and it, it wasn't the used. Ceremony did happen and it wasn't used. Yeah, sorry. Okay, so so you do know. Up, uh, it was so not used. Not it was used. not used. They so oh. Victoria was able to get Jensen not to use it, um, and so now so Kiefer and Victoria or Latoya, I'm sorry, Kiefer and Latoya stay on the block, um, and that's it. Uh, one of them goes, and it's got to be Latoya. It's got to okay. be Latoya. But let's think about okay, how these. So here, well. Well, here are the votes. Yeah, we have uh, Rohan voting, Brendan, Braden, Austin. So, so Braden, sorry, Braden. So you name the person. I'll say who they're gonna vote for. Okay, so uh, Rohan. Um, he's gonna vote to vote Latoya out. Uh, uh Braden. Uh, Latoya out. Austin. Latoya out. Beth. 
Latoya out. Shovel really? Latoya out too. You think? She she'll she'll smell it in the air. Kyle, Kyle, uh, Latoya. Kyle's definitely. Uh, oh, she's she's definitely. He's definitely a Latoya vote. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tara. Latoya out. Actually, you know what? What? How many are we at? What's the vote? Um, what's the vote count at? Okay, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people voting. So it could tie, I guess. And then, yeah, so I could either see it as a tie or it has... Um... Are there four people on the Sunsetters voting here? It will be Ty, Beth, Jensen, so three, and Tina, yes. So they, but it, so, so they could tie it. They could, so if like if those four people go, let's vote Kiefer, then it would force Victoria to choose who to vote out. And she would vote out Latoya. Because Latoya, she's more angry with Latoya. Yeah. And they would have to flip. They would have to flip one of Rohan, Braden, Austin, or Kyle. no. That's not likely to happen. I don't think. Yeah. Um, like Tara is maybe a, a, somebody who could flip. I guess. Yeah. Um, but, but still, but I don't think Tina is likely to do this because I don't think Tina wants to expose herself uh, here to force a tie on Victoria because that would just that would if she does if Tina does that I think Tina's too smart to do that. Um, she'll, 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 Victoria will go, oh, well, oh, okay. So you're the, you're the sixth member of that group, which they don't realize right now. Tina's playing double agent. Um, and has, does, does Ty, Ty and Beth, like, do they want to keep Latoya? Are they more tight with Latoya than they are Kiefer? Yes. At this point, yeah. At this point, Latoya is a major driving, driving force in that, uh, eviction and in, in that, sorry, in that, um, that, Alliance and Kiefer's kind of just playing dead. So when you're trying to think of okay, who's gonna be uh, looking after me and running the show post this week, right? It's Latoya. So they're gonna want to keep Latoya. They think that Kiefer Kiefer is either gonna go home and he's gonna be okay with it, or like uh, it's they're gonna want Latoya to stay. Latoya is the better option overall for their interests. Yeah, Kiefer, I don't think they're just not as tight with Kiefer. Kiefer was going to be like this sort of, um, like like unsuspected member of their alliance, but he's clearly now after this week, it's obvious. The only one that's managed yeah. to stay deep cover is Tina. And will they force a tie to save Latoya? I don't know if it's worth it to them because Latoya's just not been a, a team player. To like, to get those those additional votes, um, so that they can make it a five four tie. I don't think they're going to be getting being able to get from any of the swing people. Like Kina realizes that that Latoya created all this chaos that basically burned down their alliance in a week. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she should she should take the bullet. Yeah, that's probably what they're going to say. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because uh, Kyle said there's a quote from him. And he says, "Hey, Latoya, that's what you call a flip. Say hi to Josh for us. Showtime." <laughs> when was that? Was that a spoiler? Yeah, it was from earlier today, apparently. apparently. Oh, so oh, so so uh, maybe that apology was not so honest uh, tonight, uh, Jamil, with the with Kyle and Latoya. It, it was. It's. It was never. <laughs> it was never thing. It was the reason why um, it wasn't is because it's. It is politically oriented. It wasn't a true like Rohan. Sorry, was different than yeah. Ooh, Kyle was not, called a bully. It, 
it's and not a four. Had, it's not a. It's not eight people voting. I was wrong. It's nine people voting because I forgot about Jetson. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, they, they but but they'll lose a number. The Sunsetters lose a number here t- this week, no matter what. And most of the people on that from that Sunsetter Alliance have burned themselves, like other than Tina, Beth, Jetson, Ty. I think people will still be nice to them because they're physical threats potentially. They could win. They could become HOH, but. I think once that, once they, once those people don't have numbers anymore, like or any kind of a grouping, like there's, I, yeah. I need a key for HOH right now. So you do you you want to see Jamil like the the pendulum and the power shift back the other way? You want to see? Um, well, are you rooting I, for Kiefer? I think there's a possibility that the pendulum isn't going to swing the other way. I think that the other side will have the ability to flex a little bit about um, with um, Kiefer's HOH. Um, Especially because he did um, some of them dirty, I think that would be pretty cool that he was in that position where he's like, "I'm not really going to throw out names," and he has to pick names, right? Um, is he going to stay? I think that would, if he's HOH, that's the end of the Sunsetters, in my opinion. Because you don't think he would show his cards there and be, be super loyal I, to them, right? Correct. Because how could he? Like if he if he if he, let's say he leaves all those four off they would or um, the survive well, I guess the three it would be the, th- the three survivors that they know about um, if they leave them off the block then they'll go oh well there you go I don't know that'd be like, so key for winning HOH would be an interesting development um, like if if someone from this oddballs wins again if they if they have the three HOHs in a row maybe that's too many you know maybe that won't be fun however if I would like to see these guys. I, I I kind of do want to see that happen. I want to, I want to see the sunsetter humbled just a bit more. I would like to see. I would like to see like a. I, I kind of want to see Jetson out of this game more than anything right now. Um, okay. I, or Ty. I could take either one of them could go. Um, Beth too. I don't know. The popular people, kids. <laughs> yeah, but they're not so popular right now. It's kind of yeah. what the interesting thing is. Um, th- like. Can I ask you another? Okay, Jamil, I had this other question that came up in my mind tonight. In this final pitch, in um, there was like this. They're kind of like Ty, Jetson, Latoya are kind of accusing it, like Victoria in this in this kind of final moments here. This 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 conversation they have here, because we never thought you would do this to us. And I. Is it because they're all black? Is that what they're referring to? Like that that Victoria was supposed to stay loyal to that. I, th- I think it's because a multitude of things. One, they're in a position of um, not being in power. They can't control their own destiny. And they're being told that they can't do what they want. That's one thing. Two, mm-hmm. <coughs> um, they ignored Victoria's request to be in a team because she was like really, like from day one, Really going so, from, from so Victoria group. wanted to form an alliance with them, and they they yeah, never did. She, it. They are legit saying that she she did try to align with them earlier on, and for the most part, when asked, they were she was pretty much blown off, right? Right. Um, so what was Latoya? What was uh, Jamia? What was the Latoya when she was saying to her, "Remember how people treated you before and how they're treating you now?" It's like so, like what, <laughs> Kyle? Um, uh, multiple people have told. Uh, Victoria, that Kyle's been talking crap about her, right? Which isn't true, right? No, he probably did. He most likely <laughs> did. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, um, 
when given the chance, he aligned with her immediately, right? Whereas she they went didn't. directly to them. And it's not like they said no. They didn't even give her really an answer. Right? Right. She, but they, they would but watch they, from yeah. eight to nine. Like, she would be... She was, like, on a totally different schedule. and Like, she wasn't involved in any type of conversation. So it irked her when, one, um, prior to HOH, she never... Uh, got brought into any of these conversations or anything. She had no power, right? And then now she's HOH. All of a sudden, everyone's, like, up in her crack, right? And now she's being demanded that her HOH means something different than what she intended. Right. But, like, that, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, it was just, it took me a little off guard, a little, just because it was kind of an interesting appeal they were trying to make to her. And she didn't seem to have any kind of loyalty to that i'm not saying she should or shouldn't but um it, it was just kind of she's like no like that's not my priority in life like to uh let you know like and, and the way you blew me off before um it's it's it like they're, they're i get i think in particular jetson and ty's read of victoria was so bad like they they misread her so badly they thought that they had her in her their back pocket and they never did Right, like you know, she just just because she played it up, like, "Hey, I'm the happy party people." Oh my god, it's a ball pit, and but she's much smarter than she lets on. She's way more intuitive than she lets on. Um, and well, she yeah, she speaks like a valley girl, Dave. I mean, yeah, yeah, like it, it, it's she's from it, the mountain, it, Jeff. I know no, she she's a mountain girl. Um, <laughs> she sounds like she's from like clueless era, you know, like world, you know. Sometimes when she talks, and I'm just like, yeah, I can see how people might think she's not intimidating or intelligent. Well, I think people underestimate her incredibly. Like, I think people yeah. think she's not as smart as she is, and is not as capable right. as she is, and 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 big mistakes on their part. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, no. Absolutely. So hey, all hey, Victoria. You made this season fun. So, hey, uh, way, way, way to represent. Um, it's, so I guess we have no... That's it, right? It's, uh, we said no Kyle, spoilers. Ky we're Kyle, we're going Kyle, in Kyle. clean and fresh. Okay, we're going in clean and fresh, although Kyle did did say something to LaToya, which I'm excited to see. All right. Okay, so let's. Um, we're at 80 minutes, so I think that's good for tonight. We're going to be back tomorrow at night uh, to talk about the eviction. What happened? Will it be LaToya? Will it be Kiefer? Will something happen over the next 24 hours? Who knows? But out there, somebody will be watching. Um, all right, thanks, uh, thanks for the uh, uh, coming in, Jeff, and talking uh, with this because uh, it's, it's it, we have you're the first person we've talked to outside of Jamil and I about any of these episodes. So, <laughs> no problem. Fine. Um, all right, and I guess we can call it a night, right? That's it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. All so, right, tomorrow. All right, until then, somebody is always watching. Oh, thank you.